Good morning, everybody. This is AJ Skistad. I just wanted to talk to you this morning about an interesting subject um, that came up as I was thinking about gaming. And this subject kind of defies the whole um, idea of gaming for me, not everybody. But I like to, when I play games, I like to interact with people. The difference between a board game and most video games, unless you're doing like live gaming or something, is that you interact with people and you play the game with them. You communicate. People are doing things that thwart your plans and you're doing things that thwart their plans. Or if you're playing a cooperative game, you're talking a lot more, strategizing together. Um, But there are some games in the industry, which let me start by saying I'm not opposed to, I actually enjoy quite a few of these, that kind of defy that interaction that gaming usually provides. And um, these are called uninteractive games, I I would say. And some of those games include, in my opinion, Splendor, uh, Century Spice Road, sometimes Ticket to Ride for more players who are more advanced and and have been playing it for a long time. I just think, you know, a lot of times in Ticket to Ride, if you've been playing it for years now, which most of us have, you are just taking your two cards. You just say, whoever's the banker, you say two off the top, and you're just like thinking, okay, two off the top, I'll take the yellow, I'll take the uh, red, okay, I'll take yellow and one off the top. And it's it's like, okay, so you're taking cards, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to play a four train. Nobody cares that you're playing a four train. Nobody cares that you're taking two off the top. Maybe somebody cares that you took a locomotive before they did, but they're really not even going to say anything. They might just go, ah, and that's about it. So Ticket to Ride can become very uninteractive. And um, I think Splendor does the same thing. A lot of times in Splendor, you'll be sitting there, and you're thinking, what card do you want? And you look at it, you have it in your mind, and, and you take, okay, two blue gems. You take it. Oh, there's not two, there's not enough gems to take two blue? Okay, I'll take a blue, a green, and a red. Okay, and I, I'm going to purchase this card. Okay, and now I'm going to purchase this card. And nobody cares what you're purchasing. All they're thinking about is their next turn. How about Century Spice Road, for example? Uh, Century Spice Road is kind of the same. You've got a, a hand of cards that are going to give you resources when you play them. Play a card, take your resources. Play a card, take your resources. Play a card, take your resources. Pick up your hand of cards. Purchase a card. Nobody cares what you're purchasing. Nobody cares what resources you're drawing in. Everybody only cares about what's on their board, and it's a race to the finish. And um, one game that I didn't even mention, but it's a newer game that's really um, taken off is Ethnos by Simon. And in Ethnos, this rummy-style set collection, you're just collecting these cards and getting ready to lay down your set. You're taking a card, draw from the top, draw from the top, draw from the top. In fact, we talked about it in a previous post that sometimes the game, it felt like, wait, is this a broken mechanic or something? Is there a reason why everybody's just drawing and not talking? And we've gone like four rounds in a row where people are just drawing cards and it happened within a matter of 15 seconds. I mean, so again, it's very non-interactive other, other than the fact that you might tell people, okay, I'm going to place my token in this kingdom. So um, assuming that you know all the games that I'm talking about, you can probably see very clearly how um, some of these games can be uninteractive. And so I'm actually okay with all four of these games that I just described, I like all of them very, very much. But the reason I board game is because I like the interactive activity that goes on between me and the other players. I like to talk, I like to chat, and I like to communicate. That's why I have friends over to play games, because I'd rather talk to them than look at a, than look at a TV screen. 
But for some reason, I'm okay with these games. I still really enjoy these games. Maybe it's the mere presence of the people that I'm with being there. Uh, maybe it's the fact that most of these games are pretty quick anyways, that you're going to get to the end of the game and play another one that's maybe more interactive. But anyways, that's where I'm at on it. Non-interactive games. Surprising that they show up in board gaming? Maybe. Maybe not. What are your thoughts? Anyways, check you later. Hey everyone, Jeremiah here with Board Games FM. We'll get to more non-interactive games in a little bit, but I have a question for you. And for me, this question is not so hypothetical. The question is, what would you do if you had $500 to spend on games? Now, I'm not talking like you had five extra hundred dollars just in a coffee jar somewhere, and you could do anything you wanted to do with that $500. I mean, you had $500 that could only be spent on games. What games would you get? What's the hot thing that you want to get your hands on? What what would you do with that? Would you hang on to it, just waiting for something new and hot to come out? Would you blow it all on expansions for a game that you really love? What would you do? So here's the thing. I put up a bunch of games in a flea market that one of our local game stores uh, has. And I, in return, uh, sold a bunch of those and got $500 in store credit. So it's not like I can spend this money anywhere else on anything else. It is $500 for games. So I want to know what you would buy. <laughs> Give me some guidance, <laughs> if you will. Uh, I have some ideas on some things that I want, and I'll talk about those later on. But I just wanted to see what you guys thought about dropping 500 bucks on games and what you would do. Let us know. Use the voicemail feature, the voice message feature here on Anchor. And let's have a conversation about blowing some money on games. All right. We'll talk to you soon.